What's up, guys? Maddie Moore here from Let's Grow Podcast. We're at episode 16, I believe. Um, I'm 16. super 16. Um, I'm super excited. My best best friend is visiting us on the show today. This is our first um, co-host host <laughs> since I joined the podcast with Fabian. So we're super excited to have her. What's Hi, up, Bree. Hi. What's up, um, Mama? My name's Bree Stern, and I am so excited to talk about all these lovely topics for you today. <laughs> yeah, so Bree, uh, give us a quick 10 seconds on, on who you are. Okay, so my name is Bree Stern. Um, I am a model and entrepreneur. I live in LA. I moved here from St. Louis. Um, I'm in the beauty industry, and yeah. She does my eyelashes personally, always flaunting my lashes. She also does eyebrows, which is super cool. Ladies in LA, if you need anyone, she is the girl to go to. That's awesome. Well, um, girls, it is, uh, it's a big day for women today. Yeah, it's National Women's Day or International. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, you know, I was just thinking about this. I feel like today is a really important day, but... I've seen a lot of posts on social media and I'm just kind of thinking like about all the powerful women and how, you know, we're not really, a lot of women that are super powerful, we're not really educated about them. So yeah, um, it's, it's a huge day, but I would like to, you know, talk a little bit about a lot of the powerful women that we know and how they've influenced our lives. I was reading, I was watching videos on like female scientists today and oh my God, what they went through. So there's, there's one scientist, um, I, I forget her name, but she basically was, she's incredibly smart in Europe, took all her classes at Cambridge University to become an astrophysicist, but they were not, they could not give a woman a PhD at that time. In England, what? Not until 1940. So she had to come here to America to the Harvard School, to the observatory, because they were having classes, um, and she was the first female to ever get a PhD. Imagine that. That's like, insane. In the 1940s? And yeah. This, this, that seems before very, 1940s, very yeah. Before That's 1940s. So, it's so crazy how like the world has finally slowly started to accept women, but I still feel like we have a lot of work to do with actually talking about it, because I didn't know that in the 40s that was still a problem. Yeah, it's 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 insane. There's a, uh, well, you know, countries like in uh, in Saudi Arabia, women just got the right to drive last year. Like you cannot drive if you're a woman. What? You, you, oh yeah, and they have police that are specifically go out and are meant to look and make sure that you're being socially responsible, that you're not breaking any social rules. So if you are, you get a fine or you go to jail. Not even can you imagine not being able to drive? No, that's crazy. I feel like we we literally, t you know, we're just so used to being able to do whatever we want to do. But I mean, even back in the day back here that like women couldn't do that. It's such an essential basic freedom. You don't even think that, you know, in other parts of the world, the things that we consider just basic rights are not granted to women. It's well, it's, it's 2020 and women just got the right to drive in a country. Yeah, that's imagine that. But, but like, imagine being a woman in Saudi Arabia. And then you go to like Dubai or America and you have all these freedoms and then you have to go back home. Oh my gosh. I would not go back home. Or, you know, just like, like Iran or just, just like any, any place where, where women are subjugated, like, you know, Tajikistan or like Kyrgyzstan, the Eastern Germany, those, those kinds of countries where you still have to play those roles of like housewife. And that's, that's it. You can't even get an education in, in some places like in Afghanistan. 
to get an education is like if as a woman, it is that's hard. That's hard. Yeah, I think we still have a lot of work to do. I mean, we still haven't had a female president. Still, we, you know, we tried. We we tried. But she, um, she was a robot. She, she wasn't a... Yeah, not a fan of her, her, but <laughs> we'll save that for another day. Uh, I'll tell you what. So I, I'm, I'm not scared of anybody. Like, I, I, you know, I'm pretty like, uh, you know, I've been in many situations in my life where I've almost died. <laughs> I am scared of that lady. So I actually had, <laughs> I, I actually had lunch with her one time. Hillary? Yes. Are you serious? I was at the the California State Democratic Convention uh, in 2000. It was when Barack Obama was running for president. So I believe it was 2007, 2008. And um, basically, uh, there is a California Women's Caucus, the Democratic Women's Caucus of California, where they get together and they have promote women's issues, right? And I was staying with with, with my friend. And she was she was ahead of the women's caucus, and I was staying at the same hotel room. Like you know, I was like the party kid in politics, you know, whatever. <laughs> I was working on Joe Dunn's campaign at the time. Anyway, she's like, "Hey, we we're gonna have lunch. The women's caucus is gonna have lunch with Hillary. Do you want to be on like honorary? Do you want to come?" And I'm like, "Yeah, of course." <laughs> so I remember this like it was yesterday. I mean, I would say yes too. It was amazing. Yeah. I kind of just want to experience it. It was like twelve of us, right? So she goes, "Okay." Put this, they all had like roses on their, um, you know, on their, whatever you call them, like lapels or whatever. Yeah. And then I had a rose and I had like a white suit. And uh, and then so we all sat down and I remember she goes, hmm. He goes, that woman looks a little different than everyone else. And I was like, I was all young. I was like, oh, hi, Hillary. <laughs> and then uh, my friend goes, oh, he's Fabian. He's he's the honorary member for the day. She's like, oh, well, you, you must be a very special young man. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> but like when I was watching her speak, it was like a, it was like a 12 person dinner. It was a lunch. That lady is scary. In what way? She's too nice, too perfect. Like, mm. uh huh, yeah, oh, uh huh. Like it was, it wasn't real. It was like a robot. Heck yeah, almost like phony. I hate that. I was like, that lady is scary. <laughs> I'm holding my tongue. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fine. She but it's always different to experience things in person. Like you know, to experience her and that the way someone seems on TV could be totally different than yeah. how they are in person. In real so person, it's interesting yeah. to get that insight. Yeah, a lot of people think I'm I'm really mean because you know, like in the clubs and stuff, you meet so many people every night. You don't remember anybody. I don't. So people will be staring at you, waving, and I'm like, oh, I don't know who they're waving at. And like, yo, that <laughs> I've been trying to tell you hi for like a week. You never just look at me. You're an asshole. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I don't really know who this person is. I always do this where I'm too nice. So people are always like, hey, girl, what's up? And I'm just like, oh, hey. And I have no idea who they are. Oh. I always will like do the one arm hug. I'll be like, yeah, I'm great. This is really great. My life is good. My mom's good. My dog's great. And I have no idea who they are. I one just, time like, Brie apparently kicked them. some some girl. Oh, God, <laughs> this story. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> Some, well, I won't say you, but like a girl I, I am friends with messaged me telling me that Brie kicked her in the back one time. And I was like, I'm going to say this probably not, that probably was not on purpose. If you know Brie at all, Brie and me are like the nicest people ever. So if you ever like, if we're ever mean to you, it's because you deserve it. So I told her, I was like, babe, I don't think she meant to kick you. And she was like, she totally did. And I was like, I, okay. So I had your back, girl. No, okay, so that's, that's actually very interesting. So we posted our um, little clips on our stories about what happened in Hollywood and with the homeless man. And um, this girl, I guess, responded to Maddie and was like, coming from someone who kicked me in the back twice at 
bar <laughs> in our hometown. Um, I think she can have self-defense or something. And I was like, yeah, breeze, third? Like, she, goes, she goes, hey, do you know this girl? And I'm like, oh, never seen her in my life. And she's like, oh, well, she knows you. I'm like, okay. And I just honestly, like, that never happened. Maybe, like... I accidentally, if I'm, like, dancing or something, like, kicked you. I genuinely don't know. Well, <laughs> think about how hard. It's not easy to kick someone in the back. Like, you ha- like you're tall, so you can, you know. But, like, you have to extend your leg really high to kick <laughs> someone in the nice actual back. Blacked yeah, out like, state of my life, I would never kick someone. Like, yeah. random Breeze retired her fighting life. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I have um, definitely been in a few fights in my day, but... I, I still was, wouldn't kick someone. Yeah. For, like, for reasons. For yeah. real reasons. Like, fighting used to be fun when you were young. I, I used to yeah. love... I used to go out well, just to fight. It's crazy. It's because, like, when I, I was really young, I learned that you get an adrenaline rush from that. And I worked in nightlife. And people would come... I was a shot girl. So yeah. I would walk with these huge trays of shots. And people would think it was funny that I had to pay for it and then resell. <laughs> to yeah. come up to me and, like, knock them out of my hands or, like, pull my hair. Like, I worked <laughs> in a little ghetto area in St. Louis. But... So, you know, honestly, that's when it started. I would, like, push them back, and that's it's how it started, and I would get this adrenaline rush. I'd be like, oh, you want to mess with me? Okay. Well, I'm past those days now, but... Yeah, no, uh, you know, in nightlife, we deal with a lot, especially girls, yeah, you know, working nightlife for so long. I've seen, you know, when you get alcohol, pretty girls, especially the shock girls, you know, you're wearing, like, kind of, like, risque clothing. Yeah. You get drunk guys, and... Nightlife is crazy, you know, and, like, especially working in it, because... You just have a completely different viewpoint. It's not fun. It's your job. So people who are getting drunk and, you know, being mean or whatever they're doing, what you're doing is something different. You're focusing on making money. So the viewpoint is just completely different. You know, it's not just fun. Yeah, well, you're sacrificing, you know, going out of your without having to work so it's like don't ruin my time i'm trying to make these people's lives fun i will come for you i did shots too when i was younger it was the lot they always say before you do business with someone get drunk with them (laughs) and it's very true because relationships or relationships yeah 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 yeah. well it's that's a business too that's that's a business too uh because when someone gets drunk you figure out how they really are like there are guys who we look up to, you know, people who like p- famous people. And I've seen them get drunk, and I'm like, that is a child. Like, they don't know how to act when they get drunk. They're just retarded. And you see all these guys like, oh, what's up? And just like, these are the people who should not be getting drunk. Like, yeah. They, they don't know how to act. We know some some people, pretty famous people, who uh, get a little crazy when they're drunk. Yeah, the famous people. Get a little people. mean. Yeah, That's so, always fun. That, yep. I'm sure it's, we're probably it's like the a, same person. <laughs> no, no matter how famous or how much money you have, you, your insecurity is your insecurity. So some of the most famous people have the most insecurities because they're always true. being judged. I mean, and that's true. And that's like actually really understandable because I can't imagine every single thing. I mean, even like Maddie and I with the amount of tension we get now, the attention that you get whenever you're super famous on that level, you can't really do anything without scrutiny. So I think it kind of makes you a little bit insecure over time. And and plus, and, and, and here's the thing with mm-hmm. Hollywood, it's like your your career is fleeting here. You, you might be hot for six months mm-hmm. and uh, and then that's it. Yeah. So they're constantly trying to like stay relevant in the scene and not fail. And they have newcomers coming up. I mean, look at Megan Fox. She was hot for a while. And then now they got a bunch of girls who look like Oh, her. no. Megan is still the queen. It's 
it's interesting having i think having moved here that has been something very weird is like obviously to us because we lived in missouri um we literally we literally like come here and we're like oh famous people it's like a shock because then we it's like normal meeting these famous people and like you're like oh this is not who i thought it was or like this is completely different and now like we're not like that but moving here we were like oh my gosh blah 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 at this party and then now i'm like damn all these people actually kind of suck in real life like they're not what we think that they are that's very interesting moving here so if you don't live in la and you're watching this i promise you these people aren't who you think they are and a lot of people edit their photos and they're very scary in real life so that is I know Bree knows. very very true we, we both have been like wait is that, is that the same person you know i, I actually posted uh, i made a podcast about this last year and it's it's sad but the depression rates in in, in teenage girls like teenage girls and like preteen girls is at an all-time high after it's a 10-year all-time high the amount of like suicide in teenage girls is at an all-time high for the last decade and the only thing that scientists and like sociologists can attribute that is the advent of social media yeah that's what did it because they're chasing uh unachievable look yeah like comparison is deadly and now girls are getting all this work done like i think we're looking at like some plastic surgery so imagine imagine how messed up you are so you you get a bunch of plastic surgery done but then you still put a bunch of makeup on then you put a filter on top of that so it's like it's three layers of not of not of not real of not reality yeah it's and then when, when when we were little i mean it was so celebrated to like you know you could wear a little eyeliner and a mascara but it wasn't anything crazy and then i remember when i started wearing makeup and i was like caking it on because i didn't didn't know what i don't know what i was doing i know when me and brie met we were we both had like bright pink lipstick (laughs) on bright pink eyeshadow bright orange foundation tons of bronzer i remember me and brie met at a party wow that's how we met and then i was like she's cool we should hang out sometime and now we're best friends we and live in LA together. And now you're, you're you're defending her kicking people in the back. You know what? A girl has to do what she has to do, even if she didn't do it. Listen, so. she shouldn't have messed with me. Yeah, I wasn't there. So, <laughs> Bree's the one friend though. Like I can always like if something happens, which I we don't get invites. I don't want to sound like we do. But if someone wants to mess with me, Bree's got my back. I'm very vocal. Yeah, she'd be like, "What did you say to me?" I actually do. <laughs> I was like, "What?" What did you say, my friend slash me? You know, like, there's a big difference between girls and guys. Guys will just fight and get it over with. Like, okay, let's fight. You want, I want, or whatever. Girls will try to destroy your life. They'll try to hack your, they'll try to hack your social media, find out all your ex-boyfriends, start rumors. It's not about it. You know everything. Is that accurate or not? Say you have chlamydia or something. Like, they'll they'll make a whole backstory. Like, you know, uh, uh, like, J.R. Tolkien or whatever. The writer? Yeah. How he made a whole backstory before he actually wrote Lord of the Rings. He created a whole backstory. That's what girls do. They create a whole... Like he created a, a fake language just to write a story, a history. <laughs> well, no, the do. thing is, is we're in, we're in the FBI. Like, we don't have to sign up. We're automatically in the FBI. And, uh, you know, that's... You just have to watch it. You know it. what really brings that out is relationships. If yeah, I'm does, done with relationships. Detective in me out. I'm like, goodbye. Who, who is this? Oh, yep, now I know your cousin. You're all your ex-boyfriends. Basically, everything you just said. I know your mom's dog's name that's been dead for five years. Everything. <laughs> Wait, speaking of fighting, we didn't, um, did we tell Fabian about our fighting, or our not fighting, but our about homeless our man? altercation <laughs> with the homeless man. No, I don't think we did. So we were in 
And it makes sense because honestly, the difference in LA between West Hollywood and Hollywood is actually pretty drastic. It's when huge. It comes to time. <laughs> and it's crazy because a lot of people don't even know that. They don't even know that it's two different things. But when you live here, Hollywood is so ghetto. It is very dangerous. And it <laughs> makes sense because so we were work. actually, I thought it was West Hollywood where we were. No, it was Hollywood. Um, but there was a homeless man who actually started following Maddie and I around. And I didn't really notice it at first. And then she was like, you know, this man is following us. And I'm like, okay. So then we actually tried to go. We wanted to go get ice cream and Cold Stone was closed. And yeah, like that like, closed. There was like plastic wrapped inside of the was, place. Like yeah, I was like, these what? crazy like padlocks and everything. So it was definitely closed. And he's like, girls, I have a key. And was trying to like lure us in around the corner with him. <laughs> hmm. Like what's going on? So then he was following us and we were walking away like really quick. We were trying to escape him. This man is speed walking and he's yelling after us like, girls, girls, why are you running away from me? What did I do? And we're like, nothing. We don't want to talk to you. We're good. Chased us around for like 30 minutes. So we finally were like, maybe we'll stand still and he will just keep going. He didn't. He kept trying to talk to us and we were like, look, we're not interested. Please go away. He wouldn't. He was just lingering for a while. He finally went away. And we both had, as women, I've a few times in my life gotten this sense of fear. It's, you know, I've only gotten it a few times, but it is like really scary. And I had this and Maddie did too. So we were both like, okay, we're just going to leave and go to my car. So we finally felt like we had escaped the man. Yeah, because he he acted like he walked past, but he was secretly like turning around to see if we were turning or where we were going. And we were trying to get in the elevator and I guess he saw, like, I was trying to keep an eye on him, but I thought he was gone. He was out of my sight. So we both looked at each other and said, like, we're finally away from this man. Let's just go home. Finally, we rid ourselves of this <laughs> crazy person. So we get in the elevator, and I'm not even kidding. We're both, like, on our phones. The doors are, like, closing, and he squeezes it. And I, I said, oh, my God. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and he goes, what? And I'm like, you found us. Yeah, he was, trying to, he was trying to act like we were being crazy. He's like, what? And I'm like, don't act like this is a coincidence. So, but we were so scared in the moment that Maddie's like hitting the, the buttons to open the elevator and it's it's not opening. The emergency door opener. <laughs> we're like, she's like banging. So no, I, yeah. So I like, I was like, just kind of like looking up and watching him. And I, the, as I'm like looking up to watch him, he like lunges at Brie. Yeah. He's like wow. getting Wait, ready to do you? something. So... You know, then we got in the elevator and he squeezed his way in. And um, I was really, really scared. Maddie, I know, was too. She started hitting all the buttons on the wall to try and open the elevator. But it was not opening, so I was panicking. And and that's why I got you guys the pepper spray. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, because that was the thing. I genuinely have my arm on my bag because I thought I was going to have to hit him. Like, it looked like he was literally about to lunge at Brie. I was like on self-defense mode. So I, I was looking at my phone because we were both just waiting for the moment to end. Like I was like, how can I pass time so this man is not close to me anymore? And I, I look up. We were both on our phones kind of distracted. I looked up and this was a very small elevator. He's lunging at me, but I was just, my dog was in between us. So the first thing is I like pulled his leash. Mm-hmm. I was so scared, but I was like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? And Maddie just started like she grabbed her bag and she started screaming at him you know she's like back up like yeah that's 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 the thing is uh so in self-defense whenever you have like a stalker like that 
the worst thing you can do is like flee from him because he becomes a predator. Yeah. Right. And you become the prey. You have to flip the tables on him. So, like, you know, officers, they speak very loudly. Yeah. And they issue commands. Mm -hmm. So if someone's following you, stop. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to stop following me very loudly. What are you doing? Like, you know, like, just get him scared Mm -hmm. so that you become the predator and he becomes a prey. So if if you can bring that out of him, if you can, like, flip the tables on him and just say, like, just give commands. I'm going to have to ask you to step away. I do not want you coming near us. Do you understand? Like. That kind of stuff. And then you make it loud so other people hear and start paying attention. And then typically that works, but you always have pepper spray. Yeah. Like in this situation, I never thought I would be trapped in with someone in such a small space where no one could help you. And I feel like he knew that. And that's why he got in the elevator with us. And that's why I was actually scared. Honestly, I'm never really scared of anything. And this was really scary. Yeah. And and you know, uh, like the good thing is, you like you girls aren't small girls. You're not like petite. Like you yeah. have you, you work out a lot, and you you you're tall. You have like you know mass. You're not like yeah. petite. But imagine if it was a petite girl who was like 95 pounds in there with with some guy. Well, you know, we even I even said to her, "What if this was just one of us?" Yeah. I mean, just for me, the fear. Like I was shocked. I'm never afraid to yell at someone or stand up for myself. But in that moment, I was in shock. Like, Maddie was the one screaming at him to stop, mainly Mm. because I was honestly just in shock. I couldn't even really talk or yell at him. And that's why why self-defense training is so important because you have to have the muscle memory and, like, the the memory to do in those situations. You just – you got to be loud. It's like when when a bear is attacking you, right? You get big and you start yelling. The same thing. A bear is a predator. Guys, uh, that guy was a predator. Have you ever had those dreams where something scary happens to you when you freeze? It was like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I have these sometimes where, like, something really bad happens, but then you, it's like you can't react. It was almost like that in real yeah. life. Um, it's not like I couldn't, but I was just in shock. And it was, it was actually really scary. Well, and the worst part was we thought we were free. Like, he was still following us out of the elevator. And I was like, oh, my God, if there's no one in between now and our car, we're fucked. Me Luckily, too. Someone I was very that worked reason. there was there and was like, are you guys okay? Like, you could tell we were, like, bugged out. And I was like, no, like, can we just stand with you? Like, this guy is following us. And the guy, like, stopped in his tracks and, like, acted like he was going downstairs. And he, this bitch knew how to get to where you, you pay in the parking meter. And he mm. was dead ass when we got in the car waiting at, like, the meter for us. And luckily, someone was He there. was just really trying yeah. to get us alone. And that's what scares me. Like, so what scary. are your intentions? What are you trying to do? I really don't know. The fact that you're following us to my car to try and get us alone. Then you're going to where you know we're going to be alone. And we have my credit card out or whatever to pay like that is just it's very scary and when we got down to the pay area i told there was an attendant out there because it was malfunctioning and i was like i was shaking i was physically shaking Mm. and i was like i'm so sorry that i'm shaking i'm just really shook because this homeless man just tried to attack me in an elevator and he goes who this one and i look up and he's walking towards my car and I'm like, get him away from me. I'm like, I'm not fucking rolling so down my window. I'm not paying until he leaves. I roll up my window and I'm just waiting. I'm like, I'm not paying. Like, get him away or I'm not yeah. paying. Yeah, I, um, I mean, having that pepper spray and knowing how to use it, it's going to literally, you, you don't want to leave home without it. Even I carry pepper spray, right? Because like, you just never know what's going to happen. So if you had that, you would have it in your hand and you'd be a lot, you'd feel a lot better. Yeah. Especially in Hollywood. Like there's some crazy things that happen over here. Crazy people there. That was our first really scary LA moment. Mm. I cannot imagine if I would have been alone. Yeah. No. That's a, yeah. Hollywood's crazy like that. Uh, it's, it's really bad around here. 
pe- people come and they think it's like, uh, oh my gosh, it's beautiful to walk Hollywood. the fame. But yeah. with that comes craziness. And you have to realize that a lot of people come here to chase dreams. Like, yeah. you know, pretty much everyone that's not from here, they come here for a reason. And 99% of them fail, like, or, you know, they never get to superstardom, which is what they have in their minds, right? Yeah. And um, so what do you do? You resort to, like, you get depressed, you got to go home and be a failure, or you stay here, you start doing drugs, and, you know, you get into the whole thing. That's why Scientology is very big here, because so many people are lost, and that's why they stand on Hollywood Boulevard, accepting you in. And when you go in, one thing about Scientology is they great, they have great marketing, <laughs> You go in. Have you been in the Scientology Center? Like, no, no. I'm actually okay. afraid of that. But So the um, way I've they speak, the cadence, it's very calming. Hi. How are you today? Yeah, let me welcome. Right? You, you, go, you go from crazy Hollywood Boulevard and all the craziness to, and it's very clean, marble floors. Oh, Everything's so perfect, beautiful. very calm. They welcome you. They're very nice. And you're like, wow, this is a big change. And then they get you. <laughs> and then they get you. Like they wrap you in there like with that, their fingers. Um, almost like cult mentality everything seems great at the beginning and they welcome you and it's like a feeling of um family or belonging yeah and a lot of people here feel like they don't belong like you said you know they come here for a dream doesn't work out and then they're just kind of and they're alone and they they don't have like uh they don't have like a support system people here they don't make it they go back home so the people you're with six months ago may not be here at all yeah and now you're alone like you know, it's good that you guys have each other. You, you, all three of you, you right? Know, you and Carly. So that's yeah. that's good. Yeah, thank God. It's I know. I it's crazy. But now we have self defense. Yeah, now we have. And I, I, I love self defense. I'm huge on self defense. Yeah. Now Fabian has a, a whole thing we can talk about on another podcast for sure of <laughs> his belt. Oh yeah, when I when I go out, I carry. Uh, I'll show you guys later. Yeah. I'll have to have it on the podcast. Yeah, we'll do a whole one on self-defense. Yeah. 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 So Women's Day, International Women's Day, Women's Month. Is it Women's Day or Women's Month? Is it Women's Month? I don't know. It's IWD, so International Women's Day. I think it's, it's day. day. Yeah. 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 Like Marie Curie is huge to me. Like she's so, she's the only person to ever win two Nobel Prizes. Wow. You know that picture I have in my hallway? Yeah, you know it. I'll show you. It's called the most intelligent picture ever taken. Yeah. It's Niels Bohr, Max Planck, Einstein. Like, these are the creators of everything that we know. Like, we, we figured out what the atom was, radiation, because these, these, peop, these people in this one picture, there's one woman, and her name is Marie Curie, and she found out what radiation is, her and her husband. And the way she found out is she didn't know that it was bad for you. I so remember she that. died so of, crazy. yeah, she died radiation from radiation. And she was baked in so much radiation that till this day, (laughs) if you want to research her original paper, if you want to hold her original papers, you have to wear protection from radioactivity because they're still radioactive. Oh, my gosh. Crazy to this day. Yeah. Wow. Yay. Well, thank you, Brie, for being on the show. I'm sure we will have you a lot because thank you guys for having you're stuck me. as my friend Pleasure forever. So it was great having you here. So I, I, I love having a guest on. I know. You know it's we very love cool. picking, picking other people's brains. And of it's course, not really just Fabian teaching me things. <laughs> well, and of course, that now we're on YouTube as well. People can watch uh, because I know a lot of people don't even know that the YouTube is up now, but if you're on Spotify, it, we're everywhere. Spotify, Every iTunes, like everywhere you get your yeah. podcast at, you can now watch us as well on YouTube. Yeah. Right. Amazing. Perfect. Well, thank you everyone for yeah. tuning in, and until next time, let's fucking grow. <laughs>